Welcome to the refresh from Insider, presented by WebEx by Cisco. I'm Rebecca Ibarra. And I'm Dave Smith. It's Tuesday, June 21st, and we're bringing you real time news, fresh like live radio, but on demand like podcasts. Here's the latest. The next hearing from the House January 6th committee gets underway at 1 p.m. Eastern. Today's session will focus on Donald Trump's efforts to pressure state officials to help him overturn the 2020 election. Among those testifying live will be Georgia Secretary of State Brad Raffensperger, who was the recipient of Trump's famous phone call asking him to find 11,000 extra votes. The Texas Republican Party passed a number of resolutions over the weekend. They officially rejected the results of the 2020 presidential election. They called for a complete abortion ban. They want to prohibit the teaching of sex education and sexual identity in public schools. And they refer to homosexuality as a, quote, abnormal lifestyle choice. Also, they want a referendum in the 2023 general election to decide whether Texas should secede from the United States. To be totally clear, the year is 2022. The International Swimming Federation has passed a new rule that will ban most transgender women from participating in elite competitions. The new policy says they'll only be able to compete if they transitioned before 12 years old. That excludes most transgender women because many don't start the transition process until adulthood, according to Cedar sinai But the governing body says it's looking into creating a third category for transgender athletes who don't meet these new criteria. Voters in Israel may be heading to the polls for a fifth time in less than four years. Its current leader, Prime Minister Naftali Bennett, has submitted a bill that would dissolve parliament and effectively end his time in office. He was just voted in last year. A general election would be held later this year, and it could bring back Israel's controversial leader, Benjamin Netanyahu, who was prime minister for over 12 years before Bennett. Dmitry Muratov, the editor of the Russian independent newspaper Novaya Gazeta, put the medal he won last year for the Nobel Peace Prize up for auction, and it sold for a whopping $103 million. Before the bidding began, he said he wanted to inspire others to sell heirlooms to help refugees. The money will go to UNICEF to support Ukrainian children displaced by war. Hey, can you do me a favor? Can you go to Apple Podcasts or Spotify, wherever you like to listen to The Refresh, and leave us a rating and review? It really helps people discover the show. Thank you. Coming up, with historically high interest rates and lots of market volatility, we talk about where everyday folks can most safely invest their money right now. The changing world of hybrid work offers new possibilities. WebEx enables them with an open platform and many integrated partners like Notion, Unifor, and Salesloft. Powerful partnerships power hybrid work. Visit apphub.webex.com. WebEx, working for everyone. The markets are going to hell in a handbasket, to quote my colleague Lynette Lopez. Inflation is at a 40-year high. Stocks are especially volatile. The housing market is expensive. And another recession may be on the way. So what can people do with their money that is safe but still gives them a little profit? And I mean regular folks, not people who have hundreds of thousands of dollars or an insider's knowledge of the stock market. Jasmine Suarez leads the personal finance team at Insider, and she's here to help. Jasmine, 
I've been looking for a place to put money that gives me a little more back than a savings account, and I just learned about iSavings bonds. So in plain English for people like me, what are they? So iSavings bonds are a really low-risk savings product. So iBonds, you know, they are backed by the full faith of the U.S. government. So, you know, there's a lot of security there. And it's a savings bond that earns a combination of a fixed rate that stays the same throughout the life of the bond and an inflation rate that's set twice a year. So for bonds issued from May of this year through October of this year, 2022, the combined rate is 9.62. Which is a good chunk of change. Yeah, absolutely. Another option are treasury inflation protected securities. They're also called TIPS, T-I-P-S. And so these are treasury securities whose principal is adjusted according to changes in the consumer price index, CPI. So that just means when inflation goes up, the principal of your TIPS increase. And with deflation, it decreases. Something else you can consider outside of investing in stocks and bonds are CDs. Um, You can consider a CD ladder, and that's just a strategy in which you divide a sum of money into equal amounts, and you can invest them in CDs that have different spread out maturity dates. Um, Let's say you choose a five-year CD. That means you won't have access to that money until five years. Obviously, you can dip into the funds, but you're generally looking at penalties But the idea is that you're planning ahead. And so you can continue putting some money in a five-year CD. Next year, you can put some more money in another five-year CD. And then five years from now, if you continue that, you will have CDs that are maturing every year, starting from the first one that you've invested in. The longer the CD, the higher the interest rate. So you know, if you're signing up for a one-year CD, you'll get one interest rate. But if you sign up for a five-year CD, it's going to be a lot higher. If this feels like a daunting endeavor, you know, if you haven't even started saving your money or investing, what advice would you have for someone? They should consider the future. There's a lot of talk of an impending recession. So that's definitely something to think about. So if you're going to be investing, which you totally can do, don't panic sell anything. If anything, you can reallocate your assets in your portfolio. And as I mentioned before, you can consider bonds. They tend to be really safe or safer than other assets. And I would say start small, you know, start with a small amount of money that they are okay with letting go because with any investment comes risk, of course. Just start with, you know, $50 if that's something you're comfortable with and do a lot of research into what you're investing Is this something that has long-term gains? Is this something that historically has done well during a recession? Jasmine, thanks for chatting with me. Thanks for having me. Jasmine Suarez is a personal finance editor at Insider. Make sure to follow The Refresh from Insider on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And please leave a rating and review. It helps other people discover the show. You can also just tell your smart speaker to play the Refresh from Insider podcast. I'm Dave Smith. And I'm Rebecca Ibarra. Talk to you soon. Bye.